Hello and welcome to episode number 136 of the Nintendo Jump Podcast. We're a weekly discussion podcast created for Nintendo gamers by Nintendo gamers. It's February 4th. My name is Daryl. Today I'm once again joined by my good friend Sergio. How are you doing, man? Hey, Daryl. I'm doing pretty awesome. Uh, I'm doing amazing. I'm doing amazing. Let me amend that on the spot. Not epic? No. Oh. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Kellen, how you doing, man? Man, pretty good. It's been a pretty big week for me. I righted a really big Nintendo wrong in Oof. never completing Super Mario World. Ooh. So nice. I feel like I'm podcasting with power now. I'm pretty excited. Uh. How, how good did that ending theme feel after that? I feel like I heard it somewhere, and I'm not quite sure where, but it felt great. I think it's one of the greatest closing themes of all time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kevin, how you doing, man? Man, I'm doing pretty good. I got my smoothie and a bottle of kombucha waiting for me in the fridge later tonight, so feeling pretty good. I know we haven't talked about that K word in a long time, but I just have to mention it because we are obviously not advertising for that so or being sponsored uh but yeah how about you daryl how are you doing oh that's a that's a throwback at this point uh (laughs) i'm doing pretty delicious actually um oh i I figured it out nice actually i didn't i'm just trying to i'm trying to fit in guys (laughs) i don't know what i'm doing here i'm good um i'm 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 doing quite well uh so this week uh is not our game of the month episode because we're running that over kind of intentionally because there happens to be a big game coming out uh, February 12th. So what else are we going to do, right? <laughs> uh, so our Super Nintendo game of the month episode, uh, if you've been playing along with us or if you haven't and you want to start, you have a week. Um, it'll be next week. So we'll, I, I think we're planning it for next week. So we'll, we'll talk about some Super Nintendo games then. But for this week... Um, keeps happening on us uh just all of a sudden there's like a a huge amount of news out on the marketplace that uh we haven't talked about yet so we're gonna we're gonna round up a few uh topics that have come out recently since we talked about it um and we'll see where we are maybe we'll do some listener mail who knows but first uh so nintendo switch is selling like crazy guys hmm Nintendo Switch software is selling like crazy. Uh, Nintendo just came out with some updated sales numbers, and holy crap. Uh, the <laughs> Switch is now their fifth best-selling console of all time. Nice. Um, only behind the DS, the Wii, the Game Boy, and the Game Boy Advance. Uh, it just surpassed the 3DS, which... <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it should. I agree. <laughs> but that's crazy. Uh, so... Um, it's now sitting at almost 80 million units around the world. I also saw an article where, uh, (laughs) the article was saying that it has basically, uh, quote, eradicated PlayStation in Japan. Wow. Dang. It, it seems like this thing might be, you know, catching on guys. I don't know. Um, but we, (laughs) we did get some updated sales numbers of, of software pieces. Um, I'm going to hand it to Sergio. What do you see, man? I mean, the, the one thing uh, a person such as yours truly would see is that Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is shaking in its wheels. Animal Crossing is going <laughs> for it, man. Yeah. It's going to be, give it a few months, maybe before its one-year anniversary. It's going to be the best-selling Switch game. That is insane. Isn't, isn't that crazy? Like, I haven't kept up too much with Animal Crossing sales in the past. I know they always do well, um, but has any ever done nearly this well? No, no, this one has been 
I don't know what it is about it, but this one just took off. It's a bunch of things. I mean, even I'm sure the pandemic helped and also social media boosting the game a lot. It's been crazy. It's been a right and a half and a half. Yes. I mean, it's just been I'm still playing it every day. So even just spending at least five minutes a day doing the daily grind stuff. I mean, it's just been phenomenal. So yeah, me too. Um, (laughs) So I mean, (laughs) to be uh, to be crystal clear on this, it is like. Like two point two million behind Mario Kart now. They're yep, yep. sitting at thirty one million and thirty three million, uh, respectively. Um, yeah, I think Animal Crossing might become the best selling Switch game fairly soon, which kind of blows my mind. Um, <laughs> does it deserve it? Oh, that is that's a tough question. Um. As the French, as a franchise, I would say yes. As this iteration, which doesn't have everything the franchise has offered, uh, no, no answer. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it's a fair question because you think of Nintendo franchises, and you think like, is Animal Crossing the triple A, uh, S tier, platinum ranked number one Nintendo game? <laughs> that I mean. I see why it sells a bunch. I really do. I don't know. It's 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 a crazy phenomenon. Um, also, the fact that uh, it is it is approaching uh, taking over Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, which is literally a port from Wii U. Um, <laughs> I mean, with updates, to be fair, but like with, with like new battle mode and such. But um, the fact that Mario Kart held on for so long, um, I don't really know what that says. Like, I don't I don't view that as a bad thing. I don't view Animal Crossing taking it over as a bad thing. Um, it's just kind of interesting to take a look at. So a couple other things on the list. Um, Breath of the Wild sold over 21 million, which, oh boy, that's really wow. good for a Zelda game. Yeah. Uh, Smash Ultimate, like mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild is at 21 million. Uh, Smash Ultimate is at almost 23 million. So Breath of the Wild <laughs> sold Eesh. almost as much as Smash at this point. Um, I mean that's that's kind of incredible. Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield did really well, twenty million. Um, mm. Super Mario Odyssey did really well, twenty million. I don't think anybody's supply- surprised about either of those. Um, Super Mario Party. Yeah, that one. Why fourteen <laughs> yeah, million I, units? I, I don't know how that got there. I mean, you already know how I feel about that series, but I mean, look, it's. I, I I guess I can see why people would still like to play it. I mean, it it does have a legacy. It is a <clears throat> decent franchise. So you know, I mean, it's there's always yeah, like there's always hope. Like this is gonna be a good one. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I mean, to be fair, I heard that it is kind of a good one. It's just not a. It, it, I haven't bought it. Like it didn't convince me because it didn't have like a full online. Mode. Yes. If it did, I would have bought it day That's one. That's all it takes. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. literally would have been what it took, and <laughs> yeah. it just didn't. So, um, I'm not hating on the game because I probably I would enjoy myself. I just didn't want to play versus computers, and my <laughs> wife doesn't like it all that much. So I am hating on it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, because honestly, it would <laughs> if it had the online system, the the one that they should have. I mean, it would sell at least thirty million. I I would think. I mean, just uh, that's 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 why it's so important to have a really good online system for these kind of games because 
it's it has the word party in it. That implies that you're gonna play with people, <laughs> and especially <laughs> during this pandemic, it is pretty difficult to find people to play with. So unless you have people living with you that are willing to play immediately, I mean, more often now you're gonna find people online to play with. And I mean, come on now. Uh, Kellen, does anything stand out about this to you? Yeah, what stood out to me was actually how well Ring Fit did as of late. Yeah. Um, it, looking at the period from April to this last December, it is the fourth bestseller, like right above Breath yeah. of the Wild, right below 3D All-Stars. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I can see how it would definitely move a lot of units because people can't go to the gym or work out like they used to. And so they're looking for different options. But for that to be up so high, that's a little surprising to me. Um I know Nintendo definitely doesn't shy away from putting out games that have different types of controllers or add-ons. They tried out Labo, but this one just really seems to have hit home with people and has done pretty well. And I think it's worth saying that, I mean, that was sold out everywhere for a long time. Like, (laughs) if if you were trying to get Ring Fit, you probably couldn't (laughs) for a very long time. Took me months until that one day, that Friday morning, after 32 minutes... Yeah, that's right. 32 <laughs> minutes of just on that Best Buy page. I, oh, sweet victory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple notables to me. Um, Pikmin 3 did pretty well, but I wouldn't call this great. About 2 million. Um, that, I mean, that's a success, hmm. especially for a port, but I do think that that game is kind of undervalued. Speaking of undervalued, Xenoblade. What? Mm. This is one of the best RPGs ever. I, I know that like it's gotten released three times at this point, so that's probably some of what you're seeing, but 1.5 mil is still good. It's, it's a good value for a, a big seal RPG, but yeah, yeah. Like seeing that versus Pokemon just like breaks my heart. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <it> just... <laughs> I, I, I knew you were going to make that comparison. It <laughs> breaks my heart. It really does. Um, Clubhouse Games did really well. Uh, for for that uh, 2.6 million um, Age of Calamity Hyrule Warriors a Warriors game at almost 3 million oh nice that's wow. kind of awesome um, and Paper Mario is still alive and kicking but the big thing uh, on the total sales that I thought was pretty interesting so if you were listing Nintendo's biggest IPs what would you think let's get I'm Mario <laughs> right yeah, Mario, Pokemon, Zelda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so if you take those three out of it, so Mario, Pokemon, Zelda, if you take those off the list, the next highest selling IP on this entire list is Splatoon. Oh, wow. Besides Animal Crossing as well. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't count that one. But <laughs> Splatoon doing crazy well uh, yeah, total numbers. Um, sitting at almost 12 million. For a relatively new IP, um, seeing it up there as like maybe a top five IP for Nintendo, that makes up for the Xenoblade versus Pokemon thing for me. So, huh. yeah, I think with Splatoon, I'm I'm really glad it got showcased in the very first trailer of the Nintendo Switch. Remember that trailer where you yep. you know you saw those two teams and they're like huddled around on the floor, <laughs> getting ready to battle. I mean, that I think it was pretty. It was a very good move. It told a good message. And- for sure. Yeah. 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 It's just like, oh my gosh, tournament style gaming. Like, heck yeah, I'm ready. And I, I gotta say, you know, for y'all who may or may not know, I have recently gone back into it again and it is a very, very good experience. <laughs> Turns so, out nice. it's a fun time. 
<laughs> it is. It is. It's not just about Splatfest. It's about just playing it and having fun and splatting and trying different weapons, like the <laughs> Splatling. I mean, oof, I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, pretty interesting. Um, I think just the underlying point is that Nintendo is still killing it. Um, mm-hmm. Now, the interesting point here, Mario Kart has sold hotcakes, right? Um, it's currently still the top selling game on Switch. Um, given that, do you expect Mario Kart Nine, or will they just rest on it? Oh, I'm I, specifically on Switch. I would say no. I would say they're holding on, and it'll probably come out at launch or close to it on the next system on the Switch U. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because historically, it's always been one Mario Kart per console. I agree, so. but this is the first port. Yeah, yeah, right. So we're in hmm. we're in uncharted territory on this one. Oh, I like that game too. No, but I, uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I, I don't want to be jump. I don't want to get off the ship. Okay, so um, yeah, I think with Mario Kart, if they're gonna make a Mario Kart Nine. It, it, it's gotta be completely different you know i mean with mario kart 8 you have the anti-gravity system and i mean it's just how do you top that like there's it looks really good already and it's a port like i don't know this is it mario kart is so good that i don't buy other racing games mm. yes that's it yeah like i noticed like there's an atv game and a motocross game and they're pretty much the same game and they're like they're kind of shovelware, but they're on sale for two dollars on the eShop, and I was like, "Nope, I got Mario Kart. I'm good." <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, we tried Crash Team Racing, and nope, got Mario Kart. I'm good. It's just, it doesn't. I mean, just gonna be honest, it doesn't have the same charm. Doesn't have the same like play style that we're we garner we're, we're used to. I mean, it's just uh, that soundtrack, just everything, everything yeah, about yeah. it just works, and uh, like. For it to be the top selling game up till now makes perfect sense. I think everybody should own it. Um, I just do. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, cool, uh, cool numbers. I, I enjoyed looking at this, um, and and I always enjoyed Nintendo doing pretty well. So I thought it was, you know, we 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 definitely wanted to talk about it. Um, but to get some, to something else, um, Monster Hunter. Uh, so Monster Hunter Rise is coming out uh, end of March, and they just announced a special edition console and a special edition Pro Controller uh, for Monster Hunter Rise. Not confirmed for the West yet, but if you really want it, you can import them from like Amazon France. Had it for a little while, may still. I'm not really sure. Um, you can import them from Japan and such. Um, I expect them to come to the West. I'd be a little surprised if they don't. But your thoughts? Right. Is this something you? Do you guys see this and you're like, oh, I want that? I'm not much for special edition controllers just because I feel like I'm constantly looking at the screen instead of my controller. Like, it'd be a cool thing to have. But (laughs) I don't know. At the end of the day, I just feel like it's such a minimal thing to have to go through the pain of, like, importing if it's not brought over. So it's not for me personally, but I can see why people would be excited about it. Yeah, I... I can see your point. I think for me, it's 50-50 because I'm really big on customizing with like skins and like, especially from like, well, shout out to D brand. Uh, they do a really good job with skins and I, I kind of feel like it has that sort of unique feel to it. You know, just putting on, you know, like Joy-Cons for example. And 
but when I see these special editions, like I do appreciate that they're out. It's just, it's just not something for me, fifty uh, percent of the time. So, yeah, same. I mean, it looks very nice. I like the golden accents on it. If it if it was brought over, it would be like a nice thing. If if like your current pro controller is starting to fail a little bit, maybe oh well, I'll get this one since it's out there. But to import, yeah, no. And uh, Kellen makes a good po- uh, makes a good point. We don't really look at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i love special edition pro controllers um i've got all the ones that are released in the the u.s so it's, i mean it's actually kind of a shockingly low number uh it's just splatoon and xenoblade and uh smash got yeah. special edition controllers um i have them all and if this were nice. to come to the west i i would continue my collection because <laughs> it looks cool enough and yeah, it's just yeah. kind of neat to have like personalized controllers because uh, they show up differently on the the select screens yes. and such um and it's just kind of you know we know that like the xenoblade controller is the one that my wife uses when we play on my switch the smash controller is the one i use when i play on her switch so it, it, you know it's oh. easy to like identify them and i just kind of like having them so if this comes over yeah for sure i'm not going to spend a hundred dollars on it so i'm not going to import it um what about the console itself uh would you guys like if this came to the West? Is like, I don't know that any of us are like super Monster Hunter fans here, but it's a cool looking console, right? Yeah, I I mean just the aesthetics and it just feels very like I just like the whole Ninja Star thing on the back of the console, mm-hmm. and it does have a very nice touch. And the, and the fact that it's not there's not a lot of colors; it's just pretty much like different shades of gray and black and white and all that well mainly gray i i think it's just really cool and if i did not have a switch i'd totally get this one um it, it ends oh, goodness just i'm just even looking at it i mean i'm just seeing like bits of waves too I, i'm just i'm seeing things now so anyway. <laughs> just now <laughs> just, just now yeah just, just just this time not other times <laughs> You know, I'd have to get the Fortnite edition first. I would feel bad mm. if I didn't. I was going to ask that if you point, ever got I would have it. three Switches. I never did. <laughs> okay. It just doesn't make sense to, but <laughs> it still looks nice and I appreciate it. I'm glad they have it. If there were an easier like upgrade program or something, like if I could trade in my current Switch and mm. get it for like 50 bucks or something, I would have a special edition Switch, but no. Um, the only exception we've made is uh, Beck's Switch is actually uh, the Animal Crossing one. Oh, nice. Nice. Which is actually well really done. nice. Um, the dock yes. is is all different and such, and that, that one's like pretty slick. Um, mm. Sergio, do you have the Animal Crossing Switch? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> True uh, fan. Yeah, just uh, that was like a slam dunk. I jokingly call it the New Horizon Switch. <laughs> oh, look at you! Okay. <laughs> it doesn't have the pop tart though. Just saying. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> the, uh, the question I would have is, so I think Sergio, we may have just answered yours, but, um, what special edition console or controller would you have to jump on? Would it just be like, this is like, I have to have it mm. from any franchise or anything that we would dream of or, I mean, let's, <laughs> this is Nintendo switch. Don't say uncharted, but other, other than uh, that. <laughs> You're not going to get a Nathan Drake Pro Controller. I'm sorry. And I'm not jumping off the ship. So uh, I I was actually thinking something with Final Fantasy. 
you know, I was thinking hmm. maybe. Oh boy. Maybe, yeah, you know, you mentioned. I didn't the think other about day, that. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned it the other day where oh, wouldn't it be cool to bring back the old Final Fantasy games? Come on, Nintendo. Come on, Square. Like get together, y'all. And I was thinking, wow, like having a Final Fantasy Switch and like the back of the Switch, the console would have like different silhouettes of characters from the past, and then the the Joy Cons could just be. I don't know, just like different art styles and just things that are inspired by Final Fantasy. I don't know, like a Cactuar or like a Tonberry. You know, maybe, okay, fine, Aeons or Guardian Forces. I don't know, just something that just, like, wow. If you literally had the characters from the first Final Fantasy just in pixel art form on the back, I might have to buy that. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm in. Day Zero. I mean, just the my the logic I've had for special editions goes out the window. <laughs> like, I'm just going to go for it. <laughs> Wow, nice. that's a good that's yeah. a good pick, Sergio. What other than the Animal Crossing Switch? <laughs> I have a, a pretty cool idea for a pro controller. Actually, um, it would be based on Super Mario 3D World, so it would actually Ooh. be called the Pro Controller. Oh God, no! <laughs> it, it, would have, it would have a fuzzy texture on it. It wouldn't have HD rumble, unfortunately. It would have a fuzzy texture. It would have HD purring. <laughs> oh my god. And you know, of course, sometimes it would just stop working because it doesn't obey you because it's a cat, so yeah. <laughs> oh, this was a mistake. No, Kellen, I like that. <laughs> Why do I always have to follow him up? I don't, think I that's don't know. <laughs> you gotta follow uh, one of these guys up and I have to take a pick on which one's gonna be weird. <laughs> uh, I know. I know. Um, this is a hard one to answer because by far my most played game is Fortnite. I'm coming up on like 1600 hours in the game. Wow. And Whoa. it's already got its own version and I feel like it's not like a must have for me as far as other cool ones. I like anything that like lights up. So if part of the switch lit up or the dock lit up, I think that'd be cool. I think that could fit for like a Rocket League type aesthetic. Oh, that'd um, be cool. But I think a Splatoon type switch would be really neat and really colorful i can see the dock just Ooh. being like splatted with paint and being really colorful and vibrant as opposed to the really bleak looking black one so i think that would be pretty enticing for me i don't know that i'd go out and buy another system to have it but i'd probably seek out the dock okay hmm. uh for me <laughs> um i mean there's a few obvious ones um but i will say this is the time i'll say that like there are like third-party controllers on the market uh most of them are developed by power a uh, the company um i don't like that company at all in terms of their quality <laughs> but their designs are amazing they have yes. a, a zelda one that has actually like zelda from breath of the wild on and it's all like a white controller it's like jaw-dropping they have a nice <laughs> spyro controller um oh. every time i see one of those i'm just like hmm <laughs> if the controller were better i'd be there yeah uh, from from nintendo uh i mean come on give me something zelda and i say yeah. that kind of cringing because most of the zelda special editions kind of look trashy um in the past there's a few really good ones the 3ds ones were pretty good yes um but no that's really hit and miss sometimes you have like royal green or like that the the tunic green and i'm like mm. <laughs> that's not what so maybe like what would, a, would a fully golden switch do it for you see no actually needs a little extra huh but a switch with like uh breath of the wild theme switch with like 
that oh. uh, teal blue. Yes. Like Sheikah lettering on the back or a yes. big Sheikah eye or something. Yeah, I'd be there for sure. <laughs> Switch or Pro Controller or both. I don't care. Yeah, yeah I'd be there. I I would like a Revali themed Pro Controller. I'm, I uh, My favorite of the champions. Uh, one I would love as I'm staring at this little peppy figure right now. Um, <laughs> shout out, shout out to Dingy Kong. He actually sent me a little um, peppy hair figure, and he's adorable. Nice. Um, so, mm. uh, a Star Fox, anything? <laughs> I don't think I don't think I've ever seen a Star Fox themed anything. Oh, no, you're um, right. Oh my goodness! I just thought of something. What if you like? Because you know how you have like the. When the the Joy-Con grip with the Joy-Cons like that come together. What if they have like an it looks like an R wing? Yeah, like, exactly. Wouldn't it be it crazy? Wouldn't oh be that hard to pull off either. <laughs> oh my god! That was, like that the would be Switch so cool. dock could have like the 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 where they're all in the um like di- diamonds, right? The the four diamonds and it has the four pictures of them. Right, right, right. God. Oh. <sighs> Now I want one. <laughs> if only Star Fox weren't a dead franchise. Yeah. Oh, it's not quite dead. It's, yeah, it's no, not quite dead. It showed back up in Starlink, and that was a great time. So yeah. here's hoping. Miyamoto, mm-hmm. come on. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, that, I mean, I love special editions, so I, I like seeing them just in general. Uh, shout out to TJ who wants a uh, strawberry-themed controller from Celeste <laughs> in all caps. <laughs> Give me a Celeste controller in the shape of a strawberry and a Hollow Knight one in the shape of the knight's funny little head. Imagine playing with that. It's like as bad as the Dragon Quest slime one. Um. <laughs> yeah. Th- I mean, I have to give credit to them, though. That is a very unique controller, but I don't know if I would use it. I just would like to put on display. I, if I ever like, if I ever get a chance to go to Japan, um, which I'm I'm hoping to at some point, and I see that slime controller, it, for any kind of reasonable money, that's going to be very hard to leave there. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I don't even like Dragon Quest that much, but that character is just like that is video game right there. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, in, in other news, uh, Nintendo has updated their online services. Hooray! So uh, Nintendo is finally in the uh, 21st century, and all of their <laughs> online games are going to run smooth as butter now because of this new update, and it's fantastic, right, Kellen? Yeah. <laughs> That's what the internet thinks. <laughs> I mean, the update's been overdue because this is the system that supported, what, 3DS games, Wii U games... It has a check of whether you're running Windows 98. So, I mean, it's oh, been dear. around for oh, a dear. little bit. Ooh, throwback. <laughs> yeah, Splatoon 2 currently checks if you're running Windows 98. Just oh, no. think about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. Yeah, so the overall idea of updating um, the system is it's not going to alleviate all problems, all stuttering while you're playing Smash. But it's going to improve the matchmaking a little bit, which could provide an avenue for better matches due to that better matchmaking. Hmm. So don't expect everything to just be incredible right away. Um, But we could see slight improvements. And from what I understand, they aren't going back and applying this to previously released games, right? It's just going to be for games going forward. I'm not even sure if we know. Um anything on it Mm. what we do know is that this is an update to nintendo's servers 
which if you're sitting here thinking, wait, Nintendo uses servers for online play? <laughs> no, they don't. Um, <laughs> all of <laughs> all of their uh, online games that I can think of, including Splatoon, which is eight player, and Mario Kart, which is like twelve player, um, all of their games run peer to peer, meaning there's no server connection involved with it, with the exception of matchmaking. Mm-hmm. So this is they are updating their matchmaking service oh, only. Okay. So if you go into this expecting any kind of multiplayer lag reduction or anything like that, that ain't this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a good thing. It's a very good thing uh, because it means they're probably from being forced to work from home and try to play with each other. They're <laughs> they're finally realizing that some of this stuff actually needs to like work better. Um, so. It's it's directionally correct, but the idea in the headlines out there that Nintendo is updating their online play, it's a little misleading. Sergio, what do you think, man? I mean, it was overdue. Um, honestly, no complaints from me when it comes to online play. Yeah, it's not the best, but, you know, we also don't pay the most like for the other systems. But any update is a good update. So, yeah, this is nice. Yeah, I mean, it's a nice update. I don't, I'm not like... Oh wow, it's the best thing ever. I mean, this is. I mean, I'm glad that they're make, trying to make improvements. I mean, I, I, I would think that they want to, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, uh, I, I honestly wish they could have done something with, I don't know, like the online app, for example. I mean, I just feel like that's one thing I wish they could have like done better with. Like, yeah, I, I guess it's good to have better matchmaking. That's great, but I mean, what about your app? I mean, the one thing that you couldn't like actually improve on and make it a better experience for everybody to use i i i've always just feel like you know this is something that they put out there and yeah it, it's functional but there's there's so much potential to to make this a better thing for people to for people to use like like real talk how many people use the app like you guys use the app actually yeah we <laughs> yeah, do oh. i do as well oh oh i don't use oh, it for wow. very much what do you use it for kellen well, when I started playing Splatoon, I used to use it quite a bit to see what kind of items were in there that I could order. And other yeah, than right. that, it's just kind of cool going on there and looking at your stats. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I still look at for, like, anytime I play Splatoon, I'll check Splatnet real quick just to see if there's anything on there. Yeah, it's a neat feature. I wish they'd apply it to more games because I definitely think they could. Right. I will say yeah. this. The, the voice chat through the app um, got a lot of hate because it's a little clunky to set up. But honestly, when it works, it's amazing. Mm. And the reason I say that, like, you would set up your Splatoon lobbies, and then it would automatically separate you into teams before the match, and then once the oh, match right. is over, it brings everybody back into the main lobby and such. It was really cool. Oh, that's good. Oh, oh. I gotta I just, try that. I just wish that was, like, actually in the game. <laughs> yeah. And and I'm with you guys, too. I use the Splatnet, and it's really nice to check out the items and stuff, but... I guess yeah, I wouldn't like to see it on more games. And just make be more integrated into the Switch. I'm still a little disappointed, but I mean, I'm I'm glad it's still there. Don't get me wrong. I'm gonna let me let me open it real quick. So, <laughs> of all the games that Nintendo has, this is currently it has game specific services for three games. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, what Splatoon? And two, two of them are good. Oh, Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, Splatoon, Animal Crossing, and Smash are the three games that it actually has, like little app 
icon things for it. You can voice chat in right. other games, but then the, these are the only three that they made the little pages for. Which, like, starting out with the system, I wouldn't have believed that. I would have thought we'd get one for like, yeah, like why we don't have a Mario Kart one. Like, really, that's crazy. Yeah, and you know, I'm just gonna say this right now. Like, it would be nice to have like generic random chats, like in Rocket League, right? Just, I mean, <laughs> okay, maybe not. But I don't watch chats in Rocket League at all. <laughs> what a shell! What a shell! Yeah, what a shell! Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. That was a bad direction. You get hit with a blue shell and a lightning, and you're like, calculated. <laughs> <laughs> or TJ's favorite, whew. Whew. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, Burger King has some new toys, guys. Oh, goodness. I, I mean, a good reason to go. You still can't make me go. <laughs> <laughs> Put a Mario in my bag, I'm still not buying. <laughs> I mean, you can just buy the toy itself. Like, what if it comes with extra pickles? I don't know how I'd feel going into a Burger King as a grown man and asking to just buy a Mario toy and then walking out. It's it's much better for the self uh, dignity to go through the drive through and just like have them assume that you have a kid at home. Sounds like you're speaking from experience. I just. I'm just giving advice, man. Uh, don't don't <laughs> shoot the messenger here. You can even like fake talk to the back seat. Like, what's that, honey? <laughs> you want a Mario toy? What's a Mario? He wants a Mario toy. Do you know what that is? <laughs> You're like, sweet. I got the Luigi. It's awesome. <laughs> So I'm going to say for the record, and I'm not ashamed for saying this, uh, back in the mid-2010s, I think 2015, they had the Mario Kart toys that weren't out. And my husband and I, we just went to McDonald's and just asked to see what kind of toys they had. And I'm, I'm not going to lie, I, I had a really good time, even though we went to a decent number of McDonald's, but we got the whole collection. I have it right here, like right in front of me, not five feet away, it's, you know... Let's say a foot away, and they are really cool, and I really do like just having them in this one. Any Yoshi's? Yes, I have a Yoshi, Good. and it's and he's riding a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Whoa! Yeah, and he has a nice green egg sticker on the front. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so my point is that I think these toys, they. They do spark a bit of joy, and I guess the little kid inside me, and I'm not ashamed to say that, so I'm just going to go ahead, go that, say words, Kevin. I'm going to go ahead and say that I am proud to have these toys, and I wish I had another set that was unopened so I can save it for the next generation. (laughs) That's all I have to say, I know. I mean, I'm sitting here looking at my uh, display of Amiibo ahead of me, and like the new peppy hair, and like... Yeah, so yeah, I, mean, I have no problem with toys. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, I may run th- to, through Burger King. You never know. I haven't yet, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, but I, I actually had uh, the original uh, Mario toys that went through McDonald's. So like, ooh, um, I had a couple of them. There was. If I remember right, there was a, a Koopa Troopa that like kicked his legs when you you it had like an air pumper in it. Um, there were a couple more that I actually have, 
I gotta find those. I'm not really sure where they are right now, um, but really, really old Mario toys um, from way back. So that was pretty. That's pretty cool. Um, nice. Just another example of Nintendo being kind of like in the forefront. So it's kind of neat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the it's the best toys that McDonald's will ever have. <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> not sad to say. Not sad to say. I I think it's great. It's it, it's a win win, right, for Nintendo and McDonald's. I mean, and and or and in this case, Burger King, right? I mean, it's. Uh, more fast food changes to do this. No Yoshi though. Yeah, no Yoshi, Yoshi, no care. Yeah, I mean Yoshi is <laughs> is a very good boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you know, with that, I think it's cool how many franchises are being represented too. It's not just you know Mario, yeah. Luigi, and Peach, but there's going to be Animal Crossing toys, uh, Zelda toys, Splatoon toys. So pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was rel- I was rather excited to see like Luigi's Mansion and Splatoon there yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cuz that's not generally what you see. You generally see something like kind of lame. <laughs> um <laughs> I mean the Mario Kart ones were cool. Um but like generally you see the toys and you're like sweet Mario's there. I don't want any of that crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. This, this time maybe I want some of the crap. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> so, um, Apex Legends is, uh, coming out and it got a new themed controller that we, uh, heard about before we heard about when the game was coming out, but, uh, it is coming to Switch. Uh, well, it's coming out March 9th and it's, it's coming out for free to play and I'm excited to play and I think it'll be a good community game to play or community game night, which you, you should join every Friday at 7 p.m. Pacific time or 10 p.m. Eastern time. So that's on our Discord community. So, yeah. so has anybody on this cast played Apex Legends before? I played it at no. launch when they had like a ton of streamers playing it as a publicity thing just to check it out. But that's mm. it. Just a couple matches. So it's your favorite Battle Royale game? Uh, well, I would definitely say um, everyone, when this comes out, install it, play around, uninstall it, download Fortnite, and then just never look back. <laughs> hmm. uh, I, I'm excited to try it. I've never played it before, um, but free to play, online, multiplayer, have some fun. I'm on board with all those things, so uh, we'll see. I, I'm... I, I think we might be underselling some of the hype because I feel like this game does have a lot of hype behind it uh, coming to Switch. I'm eager to see exactly how it does. Sergio, day one? Nah, not my thing, but, you know, <laughs> I'm happy for anyone interested. I mean, for me, it would be Rocket League, and now that's free to play, so. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So we have a uh, one of our, some random listener, I'm not really sure who, but a, a while back, uh, wrote us something about if you had a game that you wanted to go free to play, which game would it be? Ooh. A random listener was Big Shot, by the way. Mm-hmm. I hate that guy. Big Shot. Oh, free to play, right. So do you guys want to answer my question? or? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we will. Oh, free to play. Gosh. what What kind of game? You know what? I'm going crazy here. Splatoon. No, don't. Oh, yeah, I, I could see it. That, but I don't want I that. could see it. <laughs> well, why don't you want that? Well, because, you know, uh, I don't know. Like, if, if it wasn't, I, I don't expect this from Nintendo, but if it was another company, you know, they would just make it all about the money. Mm. 
I I don't know. I think it, I think it might work. <laughs> it would keep that game alive for forever, even though it like currently already is. But yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, like some sort of spinoff game is most likely from Nintendo. Oh, I got it. Um, NES Remix. Ooh. Oh yeah. Remember those games? <laughs> <laughs> like maybe like a continually updating NES Remix or like NES Remix Royale or something. Ooh, that'd be great, actually. Like Clubhouse games? Oh, that'd be cool. Like a certain mode where you cannot really pick the games. You can only play maybe like two or three that rotate every couple of hours. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> Rusty's real deal baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I wouldn't like a free MOBA game that Nintendo would make. That would be so cool. I mean, I know we talk about Pokemon Unite, but I'm talking about a real, like, legit <laughs> MOBA. Talking about a good game. <laughs> talking about a good game. We haven't even played Pokemon Unite yet. It's not even out. Uh, but yeah, I think a MOBA game that is free to play would be so cool for Nintendo to do. Especially if it's in the vein of Awesome Knots. I would be in it day zero. Mm. And what about you, Kellen? What do you think about Big Shot's uh, question here? <laughs> Man, it's one of the best questions ever asked on the show, to be honest. So I've had to think about it. Um, I think as far as games on the system, the one that makes the most sense is Overwatch. Just because they're transitioning into Overwatch 2, which is more adding some PvE-type missions and a couple new characters and things. But... I feel like it's a game that's been around for long enough, kind of like Rocket League, and it just needs a boost in the people playing it in the community. And if it went free to play, you would just have your typical, you know, MOBA free to play experience of rotating free characters with the option to earn in-game currency or buy it to unlock characters permanently. I don't know. That just makes the most sense to me. And I feel like if they were to do that, it would help revive the game a bit. Not that Rocket League was dead by any means, but way more people are playing it and that it's free to play. So right. I think it could definitely mm. use it. Yeah, definitely injects a bit of spark into it. I like that. All right, fair enough. Um, uh, okay, uh, last little bit of news, and I thought this was kind of cool. Um, <laughs> speaking of Platinum Games from a couple episodes ago, uh, Astral Chain, the Platinum Games Nintendo developed uh, crazy futuristic cops versus some sort of dimensional shifting aliens. Um, Platinum Games has come out and said that Astral Chain is now a fully Nintendo-owned IP, Mm. um, which I love. I don't have a whole lot to say about that, um, but I didn't know that, and it's it's kind of interesting. Has anybody played Astral Chain other than me? I played about an hour, and then I went on to another game, which I felt really bad. I, I don't know. For some reason, I, w- I just wasn't as... It didn't grip me the first hour. Mm. Maybe I need to play a bit more, but um, I, I definitely need to give it a better shot at it. So, yeah. I've played the same amount as well, and it really did grab me. I was really enjoying it, but with all of our Game of the Month type stuff, I kind of fell off of it, but I definitely want to get back to it. Um, mm. It's interesting that it's an IP that Nintendo took on because it kind of strays from what you would traditionally think a nintendo ip to be for it's very sure cinematic or even <laughs> platinum obviously um but i'm really excited to know that this ip will probably keep going i think they'd be a great addition in something like smash um so overall i'm really excited um i like that nintendo's kind of widening out their ips by 
the way that they're designed, the way they play and the audience that they attract. So I right. think this was a really good move on their yeah. part. Nice. You know, I haven't played it. I haven't bought it yet, and, but I, I want to play it. Like I'm always looking out for a deal and I ask myself, is it time yet? No, not yet. So I, I'm still waiting, but I'm glad, you know, that Nintendo has a new IP. It's a good one. It seems like it's, it might be one of those cases where they, it's their IP, but they, definitely prefer to just work with platinum games on this one and i think that's for the best but it's good it's good to have more ips for sure yeah i i tend to agree um it, it would be neat to see them come like the characters from this come show up somewhere else i don't know if if i necessarily believe this means like suddenly this game's gonna get a sequel or anything like that. i don't i don't know but right um I'm, I'm with kellen on it like i just nintendo expanding their ip it's kind of cool. It's fun to watch. And that's, I mean, <laughs> there's a few more like news stories and such, but that's most of it. Um, so I think that's that's probably where we're going to cap that. Um, we have time for maybe a couple listener mails. You guys want to do a couple? Yeah. Sure. Yep. Let's do it. Okay. Natty writes, uh, it's one thing for a game to be GameCube controller compatible, but which games, if any, do you think are actually better with the GameCube controller? Obviously, a lot of Smash players feel strongly about this, but what else is out there? Okay, I'm going to start this out. Um, does anybody on this podcast use a GameCube controller to play Switch games? I used to, but the Pro Controller got me. <laughs> <laughs> anybody else? Nope. Just for Smash. Just for Smash. Um, so let's, let's talk a little bit. Um, Sergio, why do you use it for Smash? I mean, I guess I'm just used to it since the melee days. It's it's the way to go. And if anything, my answer is sort of related to that. It's more about nostalgia in a way. I kind of want to play Zelda games with that controller. Hmm. That's interesting. Especially if we get, you know, a nice anniversary collection later on this year, Nintendo. Um, Ooh, please. If it comes with Wind Waker, definitely play with a uh, GameCube controller. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, do you use like official GameCube controller, or are you using like one of the the wireless like same design? No, no official. Um, I guess my main is the the black Smash one that has a longer cord. Oh, that's such a but nice controller. The Ooh. backup one, I think it's better. Honestly, it's the orange spice. Nice. Is that like yes. original? <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, Whoa, that's, that's a good are, one. Those are beautiful, and I say that semi ironically, but I, I actually like that <laughs> color. So, um. So I I can answer this. Um, GameCube controller is primarily used in Smash tournaments and by Smashers for two main reasons. One uh, being nostalgia, as Sergio mentioned. Uh, it's just this is what uh, we've kind of grown used to playing these games with. So it's you think of Smash, you think of GameCube controller, right? Um Two, the only real reason that it's better in any way on <laughs> Ultimate uh, is, is it's a wired controller. So it's very easy in terms mm. of like a tournament setup. You don't have any kind of wireless interference. You just plug it in, no problem. You don't have your controller turning on in your backpack and messing up somebody else's game, that kind of thing. All that happens. So often um, like pro controllers and the like are literally banned at tournaments. So um <laughs> It's important for the controllers to be wired to the system um, because you have hundreds of people trying to connect and it's just a very bad thing to use wireless controllers. That is honestly why it's it's hung on as well as it has in the Smash scene. That's it. Um, as for games, it does better. Like 
it kind of comes down to a personal preference thing. Um, if you like the form factor of GameCube controller, which I I don't disagree, it's a great feeling controller. Um, you're gonna like playing with that controller a little bit more. Um, however, is it actually better than a current controller? And I would say, except for really one reason, it's not. Um, <laughs> so the in my opinion, the Switch Pro controller is probably the best controller I've ever held. I it it has you know people have mentioned the D-pad issues in in the past and such, but it honestly hasn't really affected me too much. And I just love the weight of it. I love the battery life, the functions of it. It just feels really good. Uh, the Wii U Pro controller was great too. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I have a question. So with the Game controller, I was thinking about the Pro controller too, and how like you mentioned the Pro controller, it, it is a very good controller, and the 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 A, B, X, Y buttons are very uniform, you know, even spacing. But for the GameCube controller, it's slightly different. Now, mm-hmm. the thing is, is there a is there an advantage for using that format mm-hmm. on the GameCube controller than if you were to use a Pro controller, or does that not matter? Doesn't matter much. It's okay. it's mostly preference. Now, personal preference, I love the button layout on the GameCube controller because it made the game design around that button layout so easy. Mm. Like you already knew going in that your confirm button is always going to be the gigantic one in the center. (laughs) Yes, that's right. (laughs) Right. And all the other buttons were centered around that. So that made it, that was your pick button. And then like the smaller red one to the left was like the cancel button. Like it just made sense. Everything about that layout makes sense. And honestly, if they came out with a new system that had a layout more similar to that versus the diamond, I would actually be in favor of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's not really, it, that's mostly preference. The one advantage that the GameCube controller still has over the switch controller is analog, uh, shoulder buttons yes right and the the weird thing here is if you if you get like the the knockoff gamecube controllers from like power a hey they came back um but (laughs) if you get one of those often those don't have the analog shoulder buttons so they literally just have like clicky buttons up there and that point i would argue they really it's just a matter of preference it's not better in any way if the controller has the analog uh, shoulder buttons, then you start having things like, well, now it's compatible with Super Mario Sunshine, so you can actually play that more like the original. Um, I believe it's compatible with a few of the um, racing games, so you can actually like kind of feather your uh, acceleration a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that's actually kind of neat, uh, especially for a game like Trials Rising, I think it is compatible with, and... Um, that game is kind of important to like really fine tune your acceleration and, and braking and such. So that, that would actually make sense. Otherwise it's just preference. Well, you know, if, if that controller had everything, the pro controller has like all the buttons, but with a GameCube layout, I would have played Luigi's Mansion three with that one. Oh, that'd be cool. Yep. That'd be cool. Um, the only other thing I really like about it, and most people don't even notice this, uh, the area around the control sticks were like an octagon. Yes. Yeah, so it actually very... had little areas that it snapped to. I kind of miss that, to be honest. I, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Oh. Um, <laughs> now, now it's just literally a circle. So like, you can't be sure that you're like straight right or anything like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. I kind of miss that, to be honest. But yeah. So that's 
that's my answer. Anybody else have anything to add to that? That was a long-winded way to say, yeah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's, I mean, no, it was a pretty good extended answer, so. All right. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, you want to read one? Yeah, from my favorite Scotsman of all time, <laughs> the Doctor, Doctor Fact. Are there any game soundtracks or specific songs from a game that made you cry slash well up? Yeah, uh, there are two actually. Or I can I can go last. I, I, you guys go first. <laughs> <laughs> well, with a tease like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So there are two. There the, and they're both Final Fantasy. Okay. So Final Fantasy VIII, <laughs> Fisherman's Horizon. When you nice. hear that, oh my gosh! Like just when you you step out, you know, Blam Garden. Excuse me. Blam. Spoilers. Blam. 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 Okay. Okay, you step out there after you crash into you know this area that is Christmas Horizon, and you, you just hear the music and it just feels so ah I don't know it feels like I've had just these memories I've just like these childhood memories that I've I've long forgotten just from listening to the tune I'm not gonna hum it but <laughs> maybe i will but it, no, it just feels really nice and it just feels so majestic you know what i mean and um yeah and and you 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 know while you're wandering around the area you just keep hearing it and it's just you just feel so in tune with the environment the flowers and, and like the buildings and anyway so that's a good song and then there's one in final fantasy 9 that i i don't remember the name spoilers again uh so there is this one part where Zidane has pretty much lost all confidence in himself and he doesn't know whether you know who he is and he just doesn't know if he has any friends because his his twin or or this person Kuja pretty much told him the truth about his life and then you are in a situation where Zidane is like questioning his own life and when he sees his friends he just shoves them away like they're nothing and like they're just like you know I, it's like oh I'm I'm worthless blah blah and then you have this song that goes dum 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 dun 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 bum ba ba da da dun dun and it I, I, that was a very bad version of it but when you hear it and you see the way that Zidane treats his friends his comrades it just it, I actually cried uh, when I played that and <laughs> just having him realize that oh like. I do have a purpose in life, and you guys are my friends. I do appreciate you. That's what got me so hard, and I don't know the name of that song, but for y'all who play Final Fantasy IX, you know what I'm talking about. So, yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. um, I can think of two songs as well. Not, not a whole soundtrack, but uh, first is Aerith's theme from Final Fantasy VII. Ooh. Definitely. Mm. Why does that make uh, you cry? <laughs> <laughs> She lives happily well, ever after, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that that was impactful for sure uh, back then. And then the other one, it's not really a sad song, but it's special to me. It's uh, Postwick from uh, Pokemon Sword or Shield because that's where I met Scorbuddy. So Aww. it reminds me of the start of that journey. Wow, okay. It gets to me. Kellen, what, what song has made you cry? Oh man, so two examples come to mind, and the first one is actually Florence by Annapurna Games. It's like a 30-minute game, and it's about 
a relationship this girl goes through. Mm -hmm. And the storytelling's mostly done through really subtle type things that you start to pick up on. Like maybe edges become really jagged instead of rounded. And when you're having a conversation, you're like matching puzzle pieces into the conversation bubble. And at first, Mm. it's just like one or two pieces and it's really easy and the conversation's going well. And as things deteriorate, all the puzzle pieces are like really jagged and there's more of them and it's harder to put together. And the music does a big part of the storytelling because it just really drives the narrative, the story, the feeling. And the game didn't make me cry, but it made me feel things that most games don't. So it's a really short experience. If it's ever on sale on Switch, I definitely say pick it up. It's not Mm -hmm. one you're going to play multiple times, but I think overall it's a great experience. Um, The other game that came to mind is Ori. Um, The music to start that game and the beginning of that story. I'm kind of surprised Sergio didn't mention it. but Sergio's like, I'm crying now. (laughs) It's just so moving and touching. And there are parts that are challenging, but the music gives, like, it just fills you with hope and makes you feel like you can get through this, you can do this. And once you do it, the music just makes you feel like you really accomplished something. So... That's definitely up there for sound design. I think it's just an incredible game. I want to make a motion to promote Big Shot immediately. (laughs) Well, it's about time. (laughs) Uh, We'll we'll have a trial on that one. Uh, (laughs) Depends on if he can beat uh, Dragon in Smash Tennis. We'll see. Um, Okay, so... (laughs) For me, um, you know, there's a really heartfelt song um it's actually the the starman track in mario brothers um no i'm kidding uh <laughs> somebody just thought about it you know you thought about it oh boy uh, no i don't i don't necessarily cry very often um in in games or or otherwise like there are songs that like make me feel stuff and like warp me back to certain times in my life. Um, one I've been listening to lately is uh, the the soundtrack to Final Fantasy IV. Um, and I've been listening mm. to it a lot. And the sound, the the song that like hits me the hardest, honestly, is is called the Lunarians. Um, Lunarians, maybe. Um, it's just a very impactful song that it occurs at the moment that um, Cecil starts making the the transition from like a dark knight to a paladin. Um, and it occurs, you know, it, there's a couple occurrences of it in, in the game, but that moment was like so pivotal in my gaming career that like, I still feel it. Um, and then the mm. obvious ones of like, you know, anytime you play a really good wind waker song or, um, <laughs> Crystal Chronicles kind of does it, uh, and, and there's a there's a few just really really solid heartfelt good songs that'll warp me back and, and make me kind of kind of that sad but hopeful nostalgia if that makes sense. Right, right, right. So not even Grandma's theme when you first heard it back then. No. Oh no. <laughs> like I, you know, it, it, I felt things, but I wasn't crying. You know, I was just like, no, I'm gonna go save my sister. I get it. Gotta go save. Gotta go save the sister. She doesn't understand. She doesn't understand that I'm totally going to go save the sister and come back fine because I'm freaking Link. Don't worry about it. 
Nice. <laughs> I just want to point out that the Mario Paint song made Sergio cry last week. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Oh, we have a record of that. <laughs> I'm glad you guys liked it, especially you, Serge. <laughs> oh, uh, liked is a strong word. <laughs> okay, I'm, okay. Let me let me retrace my steps. I'm glad you guys tolerated that. That's also a strong <laughs> word. <laughs> okay, well, I don't have that much room on the ship anymore. I don't. I mean, I'm about to jump off soon. I mean, <laughs> uh, suddenly we're a bunch of pirates. I think. Uh, <laughs> Are. <laughs> Where's my disappearing GIF or GIF? That's a, oh, that's a fair statement. All right. Well, I think that's probably going to do us for this week. Um, thank you for for the questions, guys. Um, to to Natty and Doctor Fact. If you have questions to ask us, um, please get in our Discord. It's by far the easiest way to do it. Uh, if you if you want to send us an email, you can too, and Sergio will go over that. But Sergio has some other stuff to talk about. Yes, we have some answers from our question from last week. We asked you, what is one funny memory from your life related to the SNES? Um, A few answers we got on Discord, for example, Dragon said, I always found it funny whenever I was watching my uncle play Super Mario World. Every time he got Yoshi, he would call it caballo, which is the Spanish word for horse. (laughs) I always knew Yoshi was supposed to be a dinosaur, but I couldn't help but feel like that was a term of endearment for him somehow. (laughs) That's cute. I like that. Nice. Cappy FMO said, when my brother and me were playing Super Mario World and we tried and tried but couldn't get past the last level in World 1. It was really funny how we both couldn't do a thing. We were so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shy Guy said, mine was how every time a friend and I tried to beat Legend of the Mystical Ninja, we would get sidetracked by betting at the horse track. We would bet for hours and forget to beat the game. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And Hi, I'm Tom said, my favorite funny SNES memory is in Super Mario World. Man, another one. When I got to send this abomination into the deep, dark void where he belongs. And no, I'm not talking about Bowser. He's talking about the clown car. <laughs> so we've learned that uh, we've learned that Hi, I'm Tom really hates the clown car. Oh, no. <laughs> Specifically, I think he's holding a grudge for um, Bowser Jr. apparently being glued into it. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll see him free of it at some point maybe probably not ever probably not <laughs> nice what about you guys I mean for me um, I, I have a few uh, but the one that really stands out um, my dad and I and I, I really should play this game on like a stream or something so you guys can see how stupid it is um, <laughs> we play this game called Saturday Night Slam Masters um, oh. which you like that name sounds kind of silly Saturday Night Slam Masters uh but it's a Capcom game on Super Nintendo so I mean Capcom games on Super Nintendo were actually <laughs> quite good yeah um and this one was it was kind of a combination of a fighting game and a like brawler so it, you had like the 3D movement from like Final Fight but you were in a ring and it was like health bars from a fighting game so you played as a kind of a funny cast of wrestlers that you know some of them were based on like real life wrestlers like there's a character that's very clearly Rey Mysterio um there's also (laughs) one that's very clearly Vader um 
<laughs> from from old WWF, like big guy mask on his face. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, uh, so those were the characters my dad and I would play. And um, I remember he he got a, a controller that had a turbo function on it, so he could like execute the nice. like million hand slap thing. And he would just like <laughs> he he would call it uh, the character's name was Greater. Like G R A T E R, so yeah, obviously like not Vader, um, but he he had like this slap thing, so he would just like keep using it in the corner and such, and it was just that was just a great time because it was like tag team wrestling and such. It was great, fantastic. Wow, yeah, I've never That's... actually heard of that game before. <laughs> like I said, I I should probably stream that maybe at some yeah. point this week. That'll be cool. You know. I- this wasn't funny when it happened, but it's kind of funny to me now. <laughs> so when I, I think I was like seven or eight and I was playing Super Mario Kart. And at some point I was trying to finish first on every race, 150cc. And I was on the last course of this cup. I forget which one, but it, it ended on like a Bowser Castle stage. And I was on first for most of the race oh, and then until the last few seconds. Here comes freaking Bowser out of nowhere and whacks me to the side, and I ended up like in eighth place. Oh jeez! Um, I I remember like throwing the controller on the ground and I was so angry. I was crying and yelling. Um, that's funny to me now. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to me. <laughs> that, oh, that happened man. to me in this tournament. So yeah, it's a stupid Bowser. Oh man, he's a jerk, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a funny memory, but it has to do with one game. Uh, it may be funny now, but it's from Donkey Kong Country 2. And I, oh gosh, I was so determined to beat the game when I was a lot younger. But I got stuck at, I got, yeah, I got stuck at this one stupid level late in the game. And, I'm, and I got so visibly upset every time. Like, how can I make that jump? And I just, <laughs> I don't know. And I tried it. Oh, I thought I tried everything. I tried everything, and it. I just. I got mad, and I said, "Forget this. I'm not gonna play this anymore." And then twenty some odd years later, or I think twenty five, uh, found out how to beat that part. <laughs> you hit, you hit la- the A button, and you went wait. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, what? The? I, I, and it has to do with the animal buddies. I didn't know that. That animal buddies had a special ability. I'm like, wow, that one little thing that just got me so heated could have uh, helped me. And and then I beat the game on you know on SNES Online for Donkey Kong Country 2. And my biggest just this thing that I've had, I just just the monkey's off my back. I'm like, okay, thank goodness, I am. I can, Mystery has been solved, and I just my gosh, Dude, why that's didn't what you, you guys, Google it? Well, when you're like seven years old, you don't really come on, guys. I mean, I didn't. He, did, he wasn't allowed on the computer at that time. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I maybe I just didn't want to find out. I just wanted to figure it out on my own, and I'm pretty sure Google was still well, probably in the infant stage at the time. But yeah, I just. No, I was too adamant. I'm like, I'm going to figure this out myself. And I never did until one day when I was playing SNES and all. I'm like, wow, this is great. <laughs> oh, anyway. Nice. Yeah, I never owned a Super Nintendo, so I don't really know that I have an answer for this question. Oh, geez. Right. Any, yeah. Anything on the on the SNES online service that you played? Um, 
Well, like I had mentioned in my intro, I had beaten Super Mario World for the first time. And the night that I did it, I was at work and I was like super excited, thinking about coming home and finishing the final world because that's where my save state was at. So I load up the game and I get a text from my a text on my phone and I go to answer it and I just like mindlessly hit buttons on the controller thinking I'm loading the save state, but I overrode it. <laughs> oh no! Like on the load screen. And so I was panicking in the Discord thinking that I'd have to play through the entire game again before, you know, our game of the month's over to say I beat it. But thankfully <laughs> it was saved in game and I could just go through the in game menus to get to where I was. But yeah, oh. like mini heart attack right there. <laughs> wow. Oh, that is... I did not want to play through those ghost levels again. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Very nice. Cool. Mm. So here is this week's weekly question of the week for this week. Pick two underrated SNES games. You get to choose two. So you get to make one of them a remaster version. And Ooh. the other one, you give it a sequel. Ooh. What would you do? What would you do? Ooh. Underrated. Oh, boy. Yeah. Am I not allowed to choose Super Mario RPG? No, you're <laughs> not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, by <laughs> definition, not underrated. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's right where it should be. Uh, but it could use a sequel. A true one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, well, thanks for listening, everyone. We're going to jump out of here. If you haven't already, join our Discord group. The description for this episode has a link to it if you would like to join. We are also on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And check out our blog at nintendojump.blogspot.com. Send us any feedback you have at nintendojumppodcast at gmail.com. The best way to support the show is through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash nintendojump or by leaving a review for the show in your favorite podcast application. This is Sergio, and on behalf of Daryl, Kevin, and Kellen, thanks for listening. We hope you have a great week. Bye-bye. See ya. See you guys at Burger King. That's Chrono Trigger's opening. Very game. well done. Thank nice. you. A, a, a contrast from last week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Stay safe. Yeah. Bye-bye.